Now back to more of the Steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Woo. Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. This hour is brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. How often do you get your hair cut, by the way? About once a month. Do you think if it was like, um, if it was confirmed that you could have a full head of hair, if Advanced Hair Restoration was like steak, we could get you a a full full head head of hair. Have you seen pictures of me when I was younger? Yeah. With the John Travolta, Denny Terry. So if Advanced Hair Restoration said, Steaky, we got you. Uh Full head of hair, it's going to look super natural, no toupee jokes. Good question, okay. You ready? You want to go in? Um, so listen, I think. They, and, and you know what? I, I will they, give you credit as well. Before you answer, hmm. Stakey Silver Fox with the goatee. I, I I was a fan of that. I'm surprised you shaved. What, My dad's got the goatee going on right now too. I don't know what it is. My kids, they they don't like change. Miss Kimberly did not like that as well. She, did she, she didn't care as much as Sophie, who commented Nola and Bobby. I was like, what do you guys think? Go with the beard. No, Daddy, don't do that. Steaky Silver like, Fox. Right. So I'm with like, you, Drew. I, I I saw that video, and I was like, look at Steak, looking all, like, you know, nice and you so know you grizzly that, there. Did like, you see me chirp Andrew Zimmern? Yes, that was funny. All Andrew right. Zimmer, I mean, just absolutely jacking your style, going yeah, around he, Atlanta doing sandwich reviews. I commented, that's not Steak Shapiro. That was very nice. He looked he looked sloppy, I thought. He looked sloppy. So that's a great question. Um, you know, I just think, again, it goes back to my kids. If they saw me with a full head of hair— like it would just it would be they just like, wouldn't Dad? they wouldn't be down with it right and you got to pull the bald look like I've worked so hard to to embrace the bald look it would just be a big pivot um, it would be a big pivot I went and got my haircut give a shout out to uh, wait I know you're saying got my haircut that's relatively speaking <laughs> it's uh, a dude in uh, Sandy Springs he listens to the show you don't do it yourself vintage barbershop I do most of the time but sometimes the eyebrows you just want a grooming yeah. You want it grooming is Understood. what it is. And you want that really hot towel over your head, which is like, yeah, you know, good stuff. and then tighten you up a little. And then when you're doing those videos, you're like the eyebrows, like, bro, you get you get older, you start getting hair and like and you just start looking weird. But I appreciate this. I want to go. I want to run with the beard thing or try it. And then the kids, they broke me down. They broke me down hard. So your dad's going that right now. Kevin Butler. Yeah. And He's you, got the gray. Good look? Yeah. yeah. All right. You'll just show me a photo. Um, is that weird? Show me a picture of your dad. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, show me a picture of your dad. Um, I just want to say this about myself and Drew, who who have spent a couple of years together now. And, you know, <laughs> Drew was on the – he was on Arthur Smith hard all year. And, and you listen, he turned out that everything he said was fair, and, and I'm not doubting um, that, that it didn't come from a place of just like you looked and reacted. It was not personal. And, and I knew Arthur pretty well, and I, I wanted it to work. But me and you were so exasperated listening. It's not just the press conferences. The interviews with Dukes and Bell, where literally they would try to ask him a normal question with a form of, of interpersonal communication. Yes. yes. And what would come back was so... Such, convoluted? Yes, that's a great word. That, that was the word, Con- you, you, convoluted. You'd sit there and you'd be like, What? He'd be like, hey, coach, you know, I had a tough loss last week. Like, how's the building feeling? What's the thoughts going into this week's yeah. game? Well, you know, man. <clears throat> Lovely. We got the right group in here. 
I mean, I look, we got outside noise. There's a lot of things going. There's a lot of things going. Like, why did you see that on third down all week long? What are you looking at stuff all week? Like, like what? Like, just that's, answer. That's ridiculous. Answer that question. It's not even the testy part, which was really dumb for a coach that had a terrible record to be as testy as he as he was. It started when he slammed the table against the New Orleans loss two years ago, and then he continued until there was the one game me and you looked at it and was like, he ain't going to be like that no more. Yeah, he, yeah, I promise you, and he was, and he, he put his tail between his legs. But to hear, and again, I'm a, I'm, I'm a uh, and I'm not telling you that I'm a master communicator of, of and not, you know, jumbling names and words and everything else, but I really appreciate the reason I like politics and debates and sometimes I just, I just like to watch how people communicate. For sure. You know? A hundred percent. Say what you want about Donald Trump. Policies he, out the window. Right. Can he you is, talk in command? He is fascinating Barack Obama, to watch. Barack right? Obama. I mean, a masterful orator. orator. Yeah, great orator. I mean, Vivek Ramaswamy, never yes. going to be president. <laughs> that guy can that command guy. a room like so, crazy. We're just so entertaining to watch. So, like, that's who Raheem Morris is. The guy is just such a refreshing you Communicator. Know, breath of fresh air. Yes. Yeah, you know, like uh, to come here and when you're smart also. It's a great and, combination. And when you believe in what he's saying. You get the right people around you too. You listen. Yeah. No, dude, I'm I'm excited. You know I was high on Raheem um, uh, for a while. We'll hear him yesterday. But I was just going to say, Drew, you used to be like, dude, what, what, what is you know, going Everybody on? wants to use these corporate buzzwords and jargon. Yeah, like we were like, dude, what? Just answer. And you know, you just you, you had feelings. I, at least I did when the Falcons were going up against a team like the Lions. And Dan Campbell's their head coach, and I was like, uh oh, this is not good. And in the middle of the season, they're going up against a team like the Titans, and Mike Vrabel's the head coach. You're I like, think, uh oh, how you communicate. We all like to be motivated. I'm not. Yeah, I can watch the right motivational speaker or Instagram post or go in a room and have somebody inspire me. They're good communicators. I don't know how Arthur Smith was doing that. Like, I don't think he was. And I think Raheem will. And yesterday, they had two great interviews on this radio station. Terry Fontenot um, asked the question by uh, Andy and Randy, what is the most important trait in the quarterback you're looking for? It's the right leader. And obviously, you have to have the right. You have to be a good football player. And different players do it different ways. You have to be an effective football player, right? You have to be able to come in and – the pieces that we have, the pieces that we add, you have to be able to come in and be a multiplier and make those players around you better. You have to, so we need the right skill set, the right talent. But you just, again, said at the end, you got to have, you got to have the right leader. So when Terry Fontenot is saying we need a good leader, we need an effective football player, we need somebody who essentially knows what they're doing. That to me is essentially showing the cards that free agents in play. You're not going to get that day one from rookie. Great they're just point. not. Great point. You're just not. You you cannot expect for either, any of the top three and then go to the next group. So if that's Bo, Bo Nix or Michael Penix, which was but it doesn't matter. Even the rookies. Yes. You're right. Even the rookies. It's just super hard to do, man. And there's only a few greats that have been able to come in and do that. And I don't know that Matt Ryan absolutely, you know, and Matt Ryan deferred to Michael Turner and to, to um, well, I don't know, my, uh, Michael Jenkins was there at the time with Sean Jefferson. Uh, might have been here no, at the time, whatever it was. No, he wasn't. But point being, he had gravitas, but it takes time. Veteran doesn't take time. Kirk Cousins will be the alpha male in the room the no day question. he gets here. Kirk Cousins will be the guy. He'll walk in. He'll command the entire respect and attention from the locker room. 
The coaches will collaborate with a Kirk yes, Cousins. Collaborate with Kirk him. Cousins will get with the skill players, look at the summer schedule. Hey, these dates, we're going to California. We're going to Florida. We're all getting yep. together. We're going to work out together. Not to say that the players haven't done that in the past and quarterbacks have it in the past, but it's a little bit That's different a from a guy like Kirk Cousins who's been there, who's done that. Yeah, and I think Russell Wilson, maybe he's ready to be that. Did you maybe. see his quotes yesterday with Brandon Marshall on the I Am Athlete podcast? Brandon Marshall was asking, like, what happened in Denver this year? And Russell Wilson's sitting there telling him, they brought me in right. and said, take away your injury guarantee clause out of your contract or we're going to bench you. That is such Bush League. So he called that his agent. The agent called Bush the NFLPA. The NFLPA called the NFL and said, do you understand what's going on in Denver? I right don't now? dislike Sean Payton just because he's the Saints coach. He's a despicable human being. Who just you know, listen? His personal life was a hot mess after the. Just ask, ask anybody in football, who what organization became the most insufferable once they won? They were awful to people. They were awful, and he was awful to Russell Wilson. And he's a liar. And he's a he's a he's he's just a miserable human being. So Russell Wilson was defending himself, saying like I had to keep my mouth shut, my back was against the wall, but I could not take out my injury clause because the NFLPA would have gone ballistic. Yeah, and rightfully so. Here's uh, our head coach Raheem Morris talking about the difference between, as Drew was referring to, a veteran quarterback and a rookie. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge difference. You know, like when you get a rookie quarterback, you're learning that guy and you're trying to teach him uh, what his uh, roles and responsibilities are along with getting him comfortable and finding his rhythm and routine, right, and being able to put people around him that can help him do that. And you have some people that would be a little bit more uh, caught up, a little faster to know kind of what they want to do and how they want to do it. You can help them. Um, But, you know, it's a big difference between a rookie and a veteran. Uh, Acquiring a veteran, obviously, you'll have a guy that's coming in with some rhythm and some roles and kind of knows his routine, and then that's about being supportive. Back to what you said. You, you hit it, man. They, they they are not trading up, in my opinion, for one of those three quarterbacks. So my question is this. With all the tea leaves showing that the Falcons are, are probably 85% going to acquire a free agent quarterback. And again, I'll throw Justin Fields into that mix because he's being shopped by the Bears. Do you think it's those three quarterbacks, Fields, Russell Wilson, or Kirk Cousins, or do you think there is any discussion inside the building of could we go big game hunting? And I, I want to refer it back to the Dynasty documentary because I love it. It's been fascinating to watch. You and I love what we do. We prognosticate. We opine. But Ernie, what does Ernie say in episode one or Ernie two? Ernie Adams. Unless you're in our building, you have no idea what you're talking about. And that's the truest thing ever. Things are being discussed in Flowery Branch that we probably don't right. even have on our like radar. We, like, by the way, they know what they think of Justin Fields four weeks ago. We 100%. have no idea. And it, it's starting to sound to me like they kind of like what Justin Fields might bring to the table. And that's about leadership. They've done so many phone calls on him as a leader. They probably called Harrison High School and no said, doubt. Let's, let's talk about no his doubt. senior year. His dad's a big listener of this radio station and this show. Great guy. Fabulous guy. I think it comes from your parents as well. Um, it sounds more and more like they may be ready to commit to that. Just no, don't I, give I, up the eight pick. I don't, just don't give up well, the eight. How are they going to get it without it? Don't give up. If you, you right? could Second somehow, rounders? if you could somehow acquire Justin Fields, keep the number eight pick in the draft, take Dallas Turner if he's available. I'm all. How about in. next year's number one? How about next? Same okay. they did Carolina. 
Okay. Next year's number one, not this year's. Okay. They, that they could do. Bears fans ain't going to go for it if they're not a number one, I don't think. Hey, when we come back, I, I'm going to talk about what I saw at the Hawks game last night because I, I do think it's worth talking about no Trey Young, what it looks like to me. Also, Drew Butler is going to tell you, when NFL coaches start talking about your college coach like these guys are, you know you have reached elite college football status. Steak and Drew. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio 929 The Game.